It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Let's welcome tonight's guest. He dissects corporate culture like a non-woke vulture. Founder of Strive Asset Management and other of the book. Nation of Victims, Vivek Ramaswamy. His favorite dating show is Forensic Files. Comedian and co-host of the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Sirius XM, Jim Norton. Like a handful of kettle corn, she's a little sweet, a little salty, and can often be found on the floor of a theater. Fox News contributor, Catch it. Finally, his optometrist needs scaffolding. <laughs> My massive sidekick in the NWA World Television Champion, Jairus. <laughs> Jim, are you a terrorist? You have one minute to prove me wrong. Greg, that's an excellent point. Um, yes, I take off my clothes and I just frighten people out of the room. Uh, you know, it's this whole, look, domestic terrorism, all right, yeah, it's got to be addressed. But let's have an honest conversation yeah. about it. Like, I'd much rather have my pilot yell, let's go, Brandon, than Allahu Akbar. Yeah. <laughs> that joke deserved a pause. Oh, I, I totally agree. It just, no, no. How many... What, are you guys, like, asleep up there? <laughs> How about this? Alexander Mayorkas, he looks like Jeff Bezos in a Gollum mask. <laughs> there you go. There you go. One more? Nope. Okay. <laughs> usually, think, usually things come in threes. That's what I, uh, at least when you're dating. <laughs> Boy, do I know that. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> oh, my God. Where are we? In one year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Vivek, yes. what do you make of uh, Mayorkas's performance on 9-11? Seems kind of wrong to me. Yeah, it was it was wrong, but at the same time, it's, it's I think it's like a 20-year game of ping pong because we actually did do some pretty messed up things in this country yeah. on the back of 9-11. Yes. Let's keep yeah. in mind, that was the Republican Party back yeah. on the back of 9-11 created a surveillance state that now we live to actually pay for those sins with another party that came into power is using that to not address international terrorism, but what they call domestic terrorism, really just their political enemies here at home. Mm -hmm. Now play that game of ping pong forward four, eight, ten years. Could be the Republican Party perpetrating in the other direction. Ah. Turn the table, see how the people who are proponents of it now would feel. That's the game we're playing. I like what you're saying. So the Republicans get in power and then we do it to them. It's what's going to, I mean, it's what's going to happen. It's what's going to happen, like it or not. I'm a... I was being ironic, you audience people. <laughs> Basically, what you're saying, I was for the Patriot Act back then, but now the Patriot Act is focused on me, and I don't like it anymore. Well, I, I'm, no, no, that's, I'm, that's I'm a good point. It. It's true. So no, t- it's true. It's true. I'm being Turn the tables. If you feel differently, it means you're not following principles. That's exactly, what I Exactly, exactly. What are principles, anyway? Cat. <laughs> Is Mayorkas inciting violence against Trump supporters? And does me raising that question incite violence against him? I guess in, incitement of violence is in the eye of the beholder. Like, That's true. It really is. If you're a violent person who does a violent thing, it could be for any absolutely crazy reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I think you're completely right that we should have never given the government those powers. I think, you know, it's time to get rid of them, whether it's surveillance or the TSA. We completely need to get rid of the oh. TSA. I hate flying because of the TSA. I know you're going to be like, that's because your bag is full of drugs, which would be really original. 
but it's, it's just any situation where the scenario is you have to let me grab your crotch and I don't have to tell you why is going to make me uncomfortable. Yeah, that is true. That yeah. We allow terrorism, Tyrus, to let strangers touch us in public. Yeah, they, they're like, oh, I, I, I know it's the drawstring on your sweatpants. I'm like, well, then why are you grabbing me there? Yeah. People will actually grab you? Oh, yeah. They, you know what? Oh. They did something. I remember when my mom was flying. They did. She's like, she was 80. They pulled up her shirt. She was in line. I will never forget that. She pulled up. They pulled up her shirt. It was one of the most humiliating. It's like, how can you do that? That was like in 2000. Huh. They always just say, have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware. Huh. That's... I don't have to keep an eye out for that. <laughs> um, you know, it's he he makes a great point about you know the, the Patriot Act. Now it's act against the Patriots. Isn't that funny how it's turned? It's come yeah. all the way around, and uh, they've made the bar so low that they're never wrong. It's like you're you're if you say, "Oh man, I don't like Sleepy Joe." <gasps> Yeah. terrorist so the bar is that low so they're and when something horrible happens because today i saw a stat of uh, five hundred thousand getaways this fiscal year you don't think a few of them are military trained you don't think a few of them are coming from places that shouldn't be there but we're too busy looking at someone who's openly wearing a red hat saying i want america to be great again that's the guy you got to watch he's not hiding it yeah. he's got a flag in his front yard his truck is probably dressed the same and he'll be happily to tell you what his political beliefs are his religious beliefs are his education that's the guy you got to watch mm-hmm. and that's what and that's the problem is that when we get hit with something you know yep. It's also, it's also like this ever-expanding target. So it's like in the middle of the target, let's say the middle of the target is Trump and the people who work for Trump. If you happen to be friends with people, Trump, if you were ever talking to somebody, if you were talking to me, they could call you and go, we have a phone call between you and somebody. They're, they're, they're going to, that's, that's the game so that you won't end up working for Trump or working for anybody in the future because you'll be too terrified. But the other thing is just the expansion of language, right? They're doing the yeah. same thing with racism. They're doing yeah. it with terrorism. The, the words just lose their meaning. At the end of the day, if everyone's a terrorist or if everyone's a racist, no one's a terrorist and no one's a racist. Yeah. And we actually miss the real ones. There you go. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Things are getting very scary now that the woke run your library. Come back, clipboard. (laughs) The New York Post, a publication, not a sturdy piece of timber found in Manhattan. (laughs) What's wrong with you people? Anyway, according to the New York Post, I'm I'm pretty much given up here. (laughs) They write that libraries have become a hotbed for radical political activism as librarians get more and more woke. It's gotten so bad that homeless people are now masturbating outside. (laughs) I know, the weather. But between things like drag queen story time and offering pornographic content in kids' books, libraries are now less about education and more about indoctrination. Worse, it ruins the sexy librarian fantasy, you know, when she's got glasses, a short skirt, and balls. (laughs) Except for... (laughs) Jim woke up there. (laughs) Anyway... 
So is this yet another example of another area in life infiltrated and then poisoned by a brainless cult? Dan Kleiman, who runs the website Safe Library, says librarians see themselves on the front lines on what it takes to bring revolution to the U.S. You need soldiers in the revolution, so they're teaching kids to be little Antifa activists who hate their own country. Which means now illiterate children are our only hope. <laughs> Never teaching my kids how to read, that's for sure. Critics call out Emily Drabinsky, the president-elect of the American Library Association. She's talked about decades of, quote, unchecked climate change, class warfare, white supremacy, and imperialism. And she calls herself a Marxist lesbian, which is helpful since I thought she was Drew Carey. <laughs> Vivek! <laughs> this is your uh, wheelhouse, so to speak. Go a little bit deeper into this. Is it just like a guy complaining that the library's got some sexy books? No, I mean, look, I, th I think that, first of all, libraries have been hollowed out of meaning. OK, so people don't really go to libraries anymore, so they've defined a new purpose. But I think that, that is an, th that's an analogy for what's going on in our culture more broadly. All right. We, are, we have a vacuum, not just in the libraries, but in our national identity. We have used to care about things like, I don't know, belief in a higher power, belief in a nation, hard work, family, whatever it is. When you lose all of those things, you have this black hole of a vacuum, and sometimes that's an empty library, and something's going to have to fill the void. Mm. And so if that's some sort of new transgender religion ideology, climate religion, some new religion's going to fill the void left by the old ones, that's what's going on. We're just seeing the library being one of the empty voids that's being filled instead. Mm. You wouldn't mind an empty library, would you, Jim? No, I wouldn't. Or a, or a librarian with a skirt and balls. <laughs> He's like, where is this yes. library? Yeah, where is this magical place of learning and fun? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the whole, the whole library. Like, I, I don't care what books they have. Like, when I was a kid, I didn't need, like, I just, you know, all I needed was the anarchist cookbook and a pop-up version of Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's going to keep me out of trouble, I think. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. I only went to the library, cat because I would go to the, uh, the health area because that's where they had pictures of naked people. <laughs> you always knew in the health area they would, ha they would have, like, all the medical sketches. That's, that's how like I learned by the birds and the bees. All right. And assorted dermatological problems. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, if you're worried, I, if you're worried about like what's in the library, it's like, you know, wait till you hear about the Internet. I, I don't understand wh why it's such a big deal. Put whatever in there. If your kids, though, if they're telling you like, oh, mom, I'm like going to go to the library. They're probably not at the library. No, nope. yeah. nobody's hanging out at the library except for like mostly like vagrants. Yes. At least in New York. They put the lie in library. Mm. <laughs> that wow. That's that's why you're sitting over there. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I have, a, uh, I have a feeling, I think this is an Adam Carolla line, Tyrus, that all good people have left certain industries, and the only people left are the people that can't get jobs, so they're the woke ones, because no one will hire them. So well, they, yeah, they're, they're checking boxes and not resumes, and yeah. the, the librarians have had enough. Mm. And now they're all, I guess they have cook, cooking shows or something, because they're gone, because I remember when I was a kid, went to the library, it was a big deal, mm -hmm. you know, and you went there and you checked out a book and even got a story and it was a fun place to go, but now it's, it's not. Now it smells like urine and there's yep. a homeless guy. It's all the urine. Porn. Yeah, it's all, it's all <laughs> urine and porn and all that stuff. That... I saw my first puppet show there, I believe. Yeah, well, the puppet show is a little different now. <laughs> 
You know, Greg, my mother was a librarian. Really? She was, yes. What? I did not That's know. That's the whole story. <laughs> was she really a librarian? When I was a boy, my mother was a librarian, yes. Did that, was that like something very exciting as a child? You could. Oh, please. If you want to get laid, tell everyone your mom's a librarian. <laughs> oh, kidding me? The women line up. It's <laughs> good to know. Could you get your friends off dues and stuff, overdo books and stuff? No, I couldn't even get myself out of dues. My mother would, you know, we had to pay the dues. And so what we would do is we would take, uh, we would pick up, uh, uh, just say dog things off the lawn with a stick and put it down the book depository. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I, I'm, all right, yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> you were going to take it back. I was going to take it back, but I really did it. Yes. Yeah. All right. We're out of time. Thanks to Jim Norton, the Deck Ramaswamy, Captain Tyrus, our studio audience. Fox Tuesday Night with Rich Edson's next. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I love you, America. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.